0: just putting it oh
1: for- we're going we're going tyler no. <laughs> all right welcome to silly breakfast the boys are all here we got the salt man we got ty guy ty guy didn't realize we were uh, about to record but He's i'm, ready leave, to I'm leaving that in that's gonna be the beginning of the episode i'm not cutting <laughs> that all right guys what you got
2: tyler you're you seem ready to, ready to go so i'm not gonna
1: muzzle you go ahead
0: yeah what i got is Al-Halal is at the top of the table. They've won their last five. And Al-Nasir, they've won their last five. They're just heading straight for a matchup for the century, really. Uh, Al-Halal has two of the top scorers right now, Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, and they also have uh, Taliska. Uh, I- I'm still a Demac guy, but they've they've really fallen off. They've lost uh, a couple of, of their last uh, five. Uh, but really, they've been on a hot streak. They've won th- their last three, um, but they, they have lost uh, two of their last five. So, um, you know, they still have my guy, Nakandu. But, um, you know, w- I don't know who you guys are rooting for, but um, Saudi Breakfast is back in full force.
1: I'm, I'm rooting for, uh, what, what were the other two? Halal? The-
0: those two. <laughs> Al Halal and Al Nasir.
1: I like Nasir. I'm a Nasir guy.
0: Yeah, you're you're obviously you're sucking up to the the, the grand grand uh grand because Cristiano Ronaldo's on that team.
1: Oh he's on he's on Nasir? Yeah, I thought he's he was leading, on the other team. He's leaving Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Give me give me Ronaldo. He's the goat, right? Am I, am, I, am I gonna make all the messy fans mad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You- I, should I lean into just being like Ronaldo was the GOAT guy, despite having never watched him outside of the World Cup?
0: Well, Messi plays tonight, too, his uh, his uh MLS.
1: Is uh, he in the Saudi? NBA. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: He should have joined the Saudis, too. Just like Ronaldo versus Messi in the Saudi League. Just make like a billion dollars and just, you know, you know go back I mean, to it. I mean, I, I take that money. Who cares about Miami? To, it's dirty Saudi money.
0: I think he's making more in Miami than he is he would be making in Saudi Arabia, to be honest. I
1: highly doubt that. (laughs) I think those Saudis would give him, like, a cool bill. I
0: think he owns
2: equity.
1: As someone Uh, who just
2: finished finished rewatching Homeland, and I know, I'm going to stand by it. I like that show. It just sounds like you listed off all of the bad guys throughout Homeland. And that (laughs) that thing, like, like, I literally, there's literally a bad guy named... Nazir in, in homelands. Um nice. But yeah, Saudi Breakfast, it's back. I'm psyched. Can't believe it. Um, my what you got is uh you know, I got a little bit of the um the the the, the sads because football season's over. Um we skipped last week because of uh Valentine's Day and we're all romantic, so we had to spend it with our women. Um, but i'm going i'm i'm full in the nba now i'm in nba mode Uh, i'm going to start watching more games when i can squeeze them in i'm going to start getting into uh some college basketball um yeah football's over football is life during football season so uh, now that it's done i gotta gotta look elsewhere
1: gotcha gotcha all righty well my what you got is uh i have been on a rom-com kick Uh, I have been crushing rom-coms I've watched a lot in the past like five days Mm -hmm. I've watched some good ones I've watched some bad ones I've watched some bad ones that I still enjoyed because they were like a well-executed rom-com from uh, even though like necessarily not much about it is great uh, but they're just kind of a well-executed structure you know structure and everything Uh, you know there's certain beats that like pretty much every rom-com has hit since the beginning of rom-coms and it's so funny to see like modern times and like modern women and men just like uh in the in the like hitting these beats because I was like very out on like the modern rom com thing. Like I saw the Anyone But You movie in theaters recently and it kind of got me interested in rom coms again. Uh, Bonk. then I'd watch, uh, yep, yep, yeah, there's bonks all around. Like Tyler uh, said he bon- doesn't
2: he doesn't know who he wants to sleep with more, which I actually fucking agree with. Like, I, didn't see, I mean, Gl-
1: Glenn Powell is so hot, so I. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Uh, and, so and so he, is the Sweeney dog. Oh uh, yeah, the two of them. I just, I, I just want to be like sandwiched between them. <laughs> but uh, uh, we're fluid.
2: We're fluid here.
1: Yep, exactly fluid here. But uh, yeah, no, just obviously a lot of beautiful people in these movies. But um, they've been. It's it's been really fun. I watched uh, uh, one of the better ones I saw was it's called Plus One. It's with Jack Quaid and Maya Erskine, um, and it was really solid. Like they have insane chemistry in this movie. And apparently from like what people have said about Maya Irishkin and, and uh, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, apparently she is just like a chemistry person because people yeah. are raving about her and Donald Glover too. So yeah, like I definitely... watched
2: both of those and I agree with that statement. She's, yeah. she was great in
1: both of them. Um, yeah, I really like her. Then I watched one called set it up, which was Glenn Powell. And, uh, uh, what's the, I can't remember the girl's name. Um, I don't really know her from too much. She was in something that I saw recently. But uh, uh, Glenn Powell is just like a perfect leading man for um, for rom-coms and just like like I can't wait to see him in Hitman, which is the new uh, Linklater movie that's coming out this year. Um, finally, it, it actually premiered at like one of the festivals last year, but it's not actually technically coming on theaters till this year. Uh, but that should be great, but yeah. So yeah, rom com kick. I, I got like ten more uh, queued up that I'm gonna watch over the next few weeks, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Have Zoe Deutsch, Zoe Deutsch, yeah. Proposal. I've seen the proposal.
0: I, I that's the movie that I've watched the most in the last like six years. I feel like it's just always on TV.
2: Uh, yeah. Dude, rom coms are fun when they're when they even when they're not done like super right. We we watched that Matthew McConaughey one. Which um, one? Oh my God! What's the, what's the one? Um, Fool's Gold? Not Fool's Gold.
1: Um,
2: with Kate uh, Hudson.
1: Well, that's Fool's Gold too. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're Fool's both Gold? That one. Is it Fool's Gold? Uh,
2: wait. It's like uh, she's like a she's like a reporter, maybe.
0: I think it's How Fool's to Lose Gold. Guy in Ten Days. How oh, to lose have, guy in Ten that's Days? That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, one, we yeah.
2: watched that a couple months ago, and I'm we we just finished the. Uh, New season of True Detective, um so and Breeze. My wife has never seen the first season, so I'm like, we gotta watch the first season. She kind of like knows McConaughey, like she knows he does serious roles, but she knows him like kind of from that movie. And his character in True Detective is like opposite, you know, like crankhead former, you know. And it's so funny watching him because he that was like his thing. He was like a rom com guy in the early you know early aughts and late nineties, and then he became this like. You know he did Dallas Buyers Club and True Detective and all that stuff and you saw the serious side but it was so funny to see him like it's almost laughable like some of his lines in True Detective because he's so serious and it's like all right bro like chill out um but rom-coms are fun I love a good rom-com we watched yeah. plus one on Valentine's Day because we were watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith we we're like oh uh Erskine's in this one so like let's check it out and she was great two different completely different characters
1: yeah yeah I, I haven't seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith yet so
2: it's worth a watch. I mean, it's not groundbreaking. Yeah. It is exactly what you think it's gonna be, but it's fun. Yeah. Donald Glover's super charming. She's super charming. They're both attractive people. Yeah.
1: She and, she does the voice for uh, I think the girl in Blue Eyes Samurai too, which is like the oh, next, really? next animation move animation that was so amazing that came out yeah. last year.
2: And the uh, the funny thing in plus one is she had her co star from Pen Fifteen had that little cameo there where they were like bitchy to each other, which I thought was funny.
1: Oh, I didn't. Um, I don't know the Pen Fifteen show. I've never oh, seen yeah. that.
2: We never got all the way through it, but it's funny. It's like a nostalgic, like teeny. You know, you're awkward. Yeah, yeah. But I thought she was great in both of them, and I would. I suggest Mister and Mrs. Smith if you want like a easy watch.
1: Apparently, people think Mina Kimes looks like her, which I can kind of see a little bit. I
2: can see that. Yeah, for sure.
1: She like yeah. she she's like she's like it's nice it's nice that people have moved on from calling me the girl that looks like the Pen Fifteen girl to. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or something
2: like that. Yeah, she's yeah a little bit more uh, adult because Brie was. I was like, yeah, it'd be you know like there are worse people to be paired up with and be forced to marry than Donald Glover and her. Brie was like, you think she's attractive? I was like, well, yeah, not when she's not acting like a twelve-year-old girl. Like she's objectively pretty woman.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I like the rom coms too. All
1: right, guys. Well, let's dive into <clears throat> the Super Bowl. We are about two weeks after the Super Bowl um about but we haven't really talked about it because we haven't done a pod yet so i just want to say like do you guys have any like final thoughts on the super bowl so as we know uh the final score was a total of 46 and kansas city won so that means maddie won the pick'em uh we were all tied going into the super bowl me and john were right on the right on the money with Casey and I had 46 he had 48 and it was 47 so I got the under that so uh, I snuck in with a win but um, we had, a, you know, we all did pretty well in the playoffs. So, you know, we had a successful year doing our stuff, stop, uh, our stopside hunting. <laughs> What's it called? Plus sign, <laughs> plus sign, <laughs> plus sign hunting. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the Super Bowl was, you know, it it kind of went almost exactly how I pictured it to go. Where yeah. I thought San Francisco would like get up early and just Mahomes is inevitable, man. Like people keep saying that, but it's so true. Yep. Uh, Tyler, you want to jump in on this one? I know you like you had San Fran. You were all over San Fran.
0: Shanahan just blew it. I mean, he didn't coach yeah. his team for the moment. I, it, you they lost the game in the coin flip. Mahomes being inevitable, all that jazz. the The team was the best team on the field were, were the 49ers save for a few moments. Um, they, their defense was flying. When Dre Greenlaw got hurt going onto the field, that changed the whole game. He was playing lights out. Um, it did open up the entire field, really, for them um, with one matchup. <clears throat> and then they still played with it. Uh, Purdy played a great game. He, he, he played a great game. Uh, Shanahan played a little bit too reserved. He he it wasn't the 49ers offense that you were used to seeing the 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 entire season. And uh, I mean, how do you not prepare the team to to take the second the second look at offense? I I just don't understand it.
1: Well, I think the third quarter is one of the parts where they messed up big time by going away from the run, which was their biggest success in the first half was the running the ball. And they went like 10 straight passes or something like that to start the third quarter. Yeah, that's that's wild to me when you have Christian McCaffrey, who's
2: I mean, like they obviously you know,
1: went back to the run in the fourth quarter and like overtime and stuff like that. Uh, but but they, they let Kansas City back in the game. The momentum shifted, yep. and Mahomes,
2: you know, he, he he got turned into Mahomes. I mean, I mean, look at the guys who scored the touchdowns. It was McColl Hardman and. Um, Who's the was was it MVS who scored the other touchdown? MBS, yeah, 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 which like serviceable guys,
1: but like you know, yeah, but but uh, was like awful this entire year.
2: Yeah, he wasn't even on the team. And he had the game beating.
1: winning. Yeah, he had a yeah, game. He was on the Jets. <laughs> he yeah. got, like no. Yeah, so and he was I bad mean, pretty much the entire year for this game. I didn't.
2: I I I wanted Tyler. I know bet with his heart, and I wanted to bet with my heart, but I followed Maddie. I bet with my head,
1: and. Mahomes,
2: he's just nasty, man. He's good. And, he's... Dude, he,
1: he, his his the way he makes up ground with his legs in these big games. That's why, like we well, we obviously hit some of those bets we uh, all had um, from our podcast and stuff like that. Like the over fifty rushing yards Mahomes between him and Purdy, and Purdy only got like twelve yards, which is probably you know part of the one of their issues was like you know there were times where Purdy probably needed to extend the extended extend a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I think with a, Mahomes the always were, was there to do it. He every run he had extended extended the play, got a first down, whatever he did.
2: Well, especially that last drive we got, he had that huge run. That was yeah. when I think it went over the 50 yards. It was, it was close, but yeah, we hit on that, which seemed like a no-brainer but Mahomes did it by himself. He's just clutching those situations. Um drove them down the field like and then and then San Francisco not understanding the overtime playoff rules is inexcusable like give because basically what they did was taking the ball first even if they scored Kansas City got a chance and can't you, you're giving Kansas City an extra down on every drive on every every series so like if, I it's, it's it seems
1: terrible. like Shanahan did know what he was doing though that's the thing is he he knew what he was doing he wanted he his idea was we'll go score though and if they score we have the third uh go so we can score we can we can end it on the third drive that was his idea huge mistake nonetheless massive
2: i just think if you're going against mahomes
1: don't give don't him an know. extra down don't,
2: don't give him an extra down exactly and and like he didn't even really need it but i don't know i just feel like uh, yeah it was just kind of it was a little boneheaded it was a little like i mean they
1: uh, had a 4 down conversion in overtime didn't they didn't did, did, they? did yeah, they? Yeah, they did they yeah they might
2: have but yeah, I don't know. It's hard, especially when you don't score that. you know, the score of the touchdown. Um, yeah, the not try. not scoring a to touchdown
1: play. was a disaster. From the yeah. no, I, you knew that game was over as soon as they kicked a field goal.
2: Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes is inevitable. Like you said, it's 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 as a Patriots fan, I hate to see it, but you know, I mean, right now, out like Super Bowl wise, him at the same point in their career, him and Brady are three and three. Um, Mahomes, I think. Certainly has like the passing numbers and touchdowns and stuff like that as of now, but I don't know. It's a Tom Brady boy. I hate to see it, but you know, whatever. Good for him. He's, he's, It's like LeBron. Like I don't like LeBron as a play, you know, whatever. I, he's my rival, but
0: um, it's great to watch and it's, you're watching greatness. So. But let's talk about the real thing around the Super Bowl. There was a certain musician that had a lot of hype around the 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 whole Super Bowl. And I mean, we're just dancing around the subject. Let's talk about Kanye West and the fact that he was kicked out of the Super Bowl and had an advertisement that he shot on his iPhone.
1: Oh yeah, he paid like seven million dollars for an ad that was shot on his iPhone, right? <laughs> and he he
0: tried to get he had the seats in front of Taylor Swift.
1: Is that the true? Brand. I that Brandon Marshall said that, but they, I haven't seen anyone corroborate that.
0: <laughs> I, I I just think it's funnier to believe it. Yeah, than, yeah, that not.
1: funnier. You know, Kanye's album is the number one album in the world right now.
0: He has an album out. Crazy.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: has any? Have you guys listened? To, well, not to no, album, no. So I, out.
1: I I have not listened. I haven't given it a shot yet. I My, I all said it was bad, but I just want to go
2: back to the old days of the first three Kanye albums. They were so good, so good so good um but yeah i don't know super bowl was super bowl it was a good game it was a fun game overall yeah I thought yeah awesome. i thought it was
1: real real solid super bowl uh ratings were through the fucking roof which is something we're yeah. going to talk about in a second with the nba and everything but uh
2: what do you think about ursher
1: i liked usher i thought it was great i mean yeah. it was for me it was like a, they they pro- he probably tried to fit too many songs in and obviously like, you know, he's like barely singing. It's like mostly like a performance, which yeah. is fine. But it was like very sad it's still very satisfying and like Usher is you know, he makes sexy music. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, man. Him getting on Alicia Keys like that. Yeah. Bold. My mom, my mother, my seventeen year old mother. Not a fan. She's like, I fell asleep when he took his shirt off,
1: and I was like, <laughs> "What? All right, mom." <laughs> wow, <laughs> Usher down bad. Like, yeah, she was <laughs> like, no, "One just of those like, who <laughs> fell asleep when he took his
2: shirt off." <laughs> who is not a, who is not afraid to admit? You know, she just got into the Celtics over the past couple of years, and I had to like stop her. She was like, "Oh, they're just so big and strong." I was like, "That's fine. That's enough. We don't need to go into the Celtics in here. whatever's <laughs> happening right." She's like, "But they're really athletic and good too." But not Usher. She did not. She was not impressed. She's like there in the, the roller, roller skating kid. thing. Yeah, that's
1: the kids. <laughs> I thought the roller skating thing was sick.
2: Yeah, that was I thought it was fun and ludicrous being there and Little John and yeah, fucking Jumaine Dupree Jumaine who Dupree. Yeah,
1: in those weird like
2: shorts and stuff. <laughs> is he like finally Harry's like having to set. pay the yeah, he's, he's having to like pay the devil for his fame now. He's like they're like taking an inch off of his limbs every year, because his body proportions were like that of my five month old son. <laughs> it was so good. We were all we were at, at our friend's house and we were like, they didn't know who, who it was. We I didn't know who it was either. We were there's like six of us in the room. We're like, is that fucking CeeLo? I was like, no, that's not Celo. I was like, who is that? And it wasn't until you texted about. Mia not knowing that it was Jermaine Dupri that I realized it was Jermaine Dupri. I loved Jermaine Dupri when I was a kid. So. I like Jermaine Dupri too. He's fine, but that did not look like Jermaine Dupri. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What's his style? I, his stylist was like Oliver Twist or something with those. Like, yeah, those he lily shot it like, or...
2: <laughs> like 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 Osh Gosh Bagosh.
0: Yeah, it looked like he was getting he was getting his first communion.
1: <laughs> his, Easter right, We're in his Easter best. Where is Easter best? Let's move on from the super Bowl into the nBA so we had the, we just had the so i mean we had the all star weekend, and uh as we know, as every year goes by, the all- star weekend gets worse and worse. Uh, we see it every year the dunk contest is bad, and it's been a bad product pretty much since i mean obviously you know it is uh, our our guy Mac McClung is having a fun time he's doing some cool dunks like those are those are the, you know they're solid dunks but it really hasn't been like a show since Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon in 2016. Otherwise it's been pretty terrible overall. Um, But the all-star weekend in general is just a bad product at this point. The only good contest is the three-point contest. And they also added another three-point contest this year with Sabrina Inusku and um, Steph Curry, which was awesome. And it was fantastic. Uh, She tied the record for, what Dame won with as a man and what I uh, like the, the number like the highest number the men hit in the three point contest uh at twenty-six and Steph just barely beat her out at twenty-nine. Honestly, really, really fun stuff. In my opinion, the three-point contest should be the, you know, end of the night should be the you know, the lead the thing. Premier event. The yeah. premier event. Um uh, it's the most appetizing. It's the best, you know, quality people are trying. Um and the, I mean, the skills competition needs to just be gone. Like it's, it's so bad. It's like Dude, a joke. Anthony Edwards doing it left handed and stuff. Which, yeah. is like,
2: I, I get like, there's nothing in it for them. But like, I don't know. Either like try and make it fun for the fans, or just don't do it. Or just do I, I appreciate, it. I appreciate the any guys like
1: actually trying. Yeah, like, they wanted to and, win and, on their own. And Young and, court. and uh, the those guys tried. Uh, you know, like the rookies, the all stars, the all stars tried. Scotty but, Barnes and, but,
0: couldn't dribble.
1: Yeah, Sco- yeah, Scotty Barnes could not dribble.
0: I feel like he was drunk as a skunk trying to do it.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It, it,
2: it the way it used to be more fun the way they did it before where they, you know, they'd go up the court, down the court, do the bounce pass. like like I thought this year was like weird with like they had like the passing competition then like the half court competition. I don't know. I thought it was it was
1: uh it like, wasn't and, fun. And the What they need to do if they want to make a skills competition is make it like show show some actual skill. Don't just like show like, oh, I can do a chest pass or a bounce pass, like make it like like a trick, like trick shots or something like to make it that makes it, you know, remotely difficult for these players. And maybe they will actually try to, like, accomplish something. Yeah. And I think the three point
2: competition, like you said, being like the premier event, you actually got premier players to do it. I mean, you yes, had Carl you Anthony have... Towns, you had Dame Lillard, you had Halliburton, um, Laurie Mark like marketing. You had guys, because they want to win that, because it's and Dave's they're not two, risking, two, two years in a row, winner. Yeah, they're not risking really injury doing that, um, and the dunk contest is just like, like I was saying, we kind of got into it that night about, like, you didn't like Jalen Brown stuff, and I was kind of being a homer Jalen Brown, but I've gone back and watched the tape a little bit more. Dude, that, just none he, of, none he, of them he, were good. He had
1: the like he had the worst dunk of all of them. Uh, like like uh, did not do well. Uh, I will no. give you that. Uh, Hakez's H- dunks were not were not particularly good. Um, I thought uh, Jacob Toppin's 360 under the legs was beautiful and really well done. And it was probably the most satisfying dunk of like, yeah. the night because it's uh-huh. like a, like an actual difficult dunk that's not jumping over someone. There's like no prop. Like it's just like a pure dunk. Um, which I appreciate. So I thought he should have been in the final with Matt McClung. Obviously Matt McClung's first dunk was the best dunk of the nights where he passed it up to himself. And he got like a 48 on that. <laughs> like yeah. that was the best dunk of the entire night. I think like the, the shtick of like jumping over a tall guy
2: is just like dead. Like you jumped over Shaq. Shaq's the tall guy, tallest guy
1: around. Like yeah, Hawk well, Hawk is just a, like a natural dunk. At least Matt McClung did like the reverse dunk after over over Shaq, which is pretty sick and hard. Yeah. Well, and he's not a,
2: he's like 6'2, so he's not a big, you know, huge guy. And I think uh the funniest thing, I didn't even recognize it at the time. So Jalen put on the Michael Jackson glove, and it was supposed yeah. to be like it, like an ode to Michael Jackson. He's from Indiana, I guess, whatever. But the fact that Jalen Brown had to showcase using his left hand as
1: like he, as like a difficulty factor. He's a left-handed dunk over uh what's his name uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell as a dunk. Like that is so bad. <laughs> and then he tried to do the D Brown where he covered his eyes, but he forgot to cover his eyes
2: until Yeah, he he did it as
1: he was coming down. And he, that was that was just a, a one handed alley dunk over the smallest guy at All-Star Weekend sitting in a chair. It is by far the worst dunk of all of them. It yeah. was so bad.
0: I just think yeah. it'd be really funny to, like, set up uh, trying to dunk over somebody, and then you're looking in the crowd, and you're, like, looking at Shaq. There's Dikembe Mutombo or something there, and then you just pick out Muggsy Bogues and just dunk over Muggsy <laughs> yeah, Bogues. Yeah, he puts up
1: Pisonette or
2: whatever. It's like, that yeah, guy Mugg- is tiny. Dunking over Muggsy Bogues and, make M- M- Bogues and making a show out of it actually would be fucking funny. Like, that would be, like, like having a lineup of guys and then, like, pushing them aside being, like, you and having to be, like, a five-foot dude. <laughs> That would but, actually be fun. That would be entertaining, but like this stuff is like not, I don't know. Is... And, and
1: I don't want to harp on Jalen Brown too bad, because you know what? I thought it was awesome that he like was like, I don't really care what people think of me. I'm just gonna go and do this. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna do it my way. Like and do his thing. Like that's great. Like I'm glad it also i gl- I'm glad an all star went and did the dunk contest. Like, yeah, you know, obviously it wasn't the best dunks, but like at least he tried. I was more upset with like the judges like clearly giving because he's like all-star Jalen Brown like higher scores than some of the other guys that like you know like Matt, Matt McClung first dunk like they clearly didn't understand the dunk or something because that was the best dunk of the entire night and he got a 48 for it
2: yeah and I, and I think like I don't know doing something with the with the excuse me the dunk contest or I think even the three-point contest especially after the Sabrina and Steph thing having like Include include like WNBA players in it, you know. Like imagine like having her and like Caitlin Clark and like, you know. I know. She's oh, not that, yeah, they
1: should work. do like they should do Sabrina and Caitlin Clark next year versus staying Cla- uh, Stephing Clay. Yeah, that I would think be that would so something sick.
2: like that would be fun, or even doing it at like WNBA
1: All Star Weekend, having some of the yeah, NBA yeah.
2: guys go over there. Yeah. You know,
1: like Trey Young over there or something like that. He's very yeah, supportive good of the women, so like I could see him doing that. Um, yeah, you know, you know, so, like some of those guys that are a little more. You know, appreciative of the women's game. Grant Williams. Um, I, I Grant what, the wrong Williams life. goes to a lot of WNBA games. Yeah, it's because I think he's, he's just a little thirsty. Out. He's just he's a little thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he he's sipping. He's, he's sipping hard. Yeah. yeah, and then we have to get to the the game though. The game is so bad. It, the the East put up 200 points, and it was not appeasing at all. Uh, it was pretty much just Dame draining long threes. Uh, like Hal Burton drains the threes, and no one was trying, uh, besides maybe Carl Anthony Towns. He seemed like he was having a blast, uh, trying, but he wanted, he he wanted, wanted that defense.
2: MVP so bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, He he's a he, well, he's kind of a try hard in general, I guess, but uh, yeah, yeah. uh that kind of makes sense for him. But you yeah. know, Dame got the MVP, he scored 200 points, and it was very unappeasing basketball. There was nothing really great about it um there's nothing fun to watch about it it is just a bad product at this point point. and did you see that earlier in the day like larry bird was like i really just hope these guys try he's like these are the best players in the world it's like they should be trying because like back in the day when larry bird played they tried in these things dude kobe had the same sentiment obviously when yeah. he was alive and he would be like
2: these are the best players in the world like don't you want to see how you stack up against like you know the best guys in the world on like the state this big stage um i thought Halliburton got robbed of the MVP. Dame scored a lot of points, but it was similar. And Dame took like 12 or 13 more shots than Halliburton. Um, I think Towns deserved it, I guess, more. He had like 31 points in the fourth quarter or something. Um, But I did like the shtick of Jokic, like going up for a dunk a couple times and then just laying the ball in every single time. (laughs) Like he just like he would go up like – he was gonna go for Luke a dunk. tried like- to get
1: like off the backboard or something like that, and and uh and failed the dunk. Yeah, like th- I <laughs> those guys, like I I I I appreciate them because they just don't try. Like they're like we don't even care. Like yeah. we we are not even gonna try. It like, was fun it, to see a it, little
2: personality it, it, from Jokic, like a little like he was like. He got clowned on, on one play. I think Bam Adebayo passed it off his back to pass it in back. Yeah, and yeah. like Jokic was like, you know, hamming it up a little bit. I thought that was fun because you don't get that out of him typically. He's very like, he's a f- funny guy, but he's very like, basketball far it's because he guess.
0: was with his biffle luca him and him and yeah, Luca yeah. were the bromance that ever that saved the entire weekend in my opinion like all the clips of them just yeah yeah you're like, right you're not wrong
1: like because it's just such a bad weekend like it, like th- like these the ratings are like terrible too for these things like in the nba in general that's kind of the next thing i want to talk about a little bit is like the nba ratings are stale they're uh stagnant they're they're down at times uh well you know, the NFL is seeing record numbers all the, every year, um, in the past, like couple of years, uh, the CFB is doing well, uh, you know, March Madness obviously does well. Um, and, um, uh, like even the WNBA is, you know, they, they, they're up major percentage points, uh, year after year, college basketball w- women's with Caitlin Clark and like Angel Reese and all these women, Juju Watkins, the new girl at U- USC, like they are, they're doing really well. Um. I mean, Caitlin Clark is appointment television at this point, but the NBA, like at this point of the season, still like we're talking about we're over halfway through and Pete, like just like aside from like the hardcore NBA fans, like they are not getting like the casual fan watching games like most nights, like they would like, you know, like the, 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 like the fans that watch, you know, every Thursday, every, every Sunday, every Monday for football, you know? And like, I just don't know what to do at this point. Like 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 i maybe the league is just what it is but like like you know the nba all star like they clearly need a change in the nba all star like to you know help out or they just need to give up like the nfl did with the pro bowl and just make it like kind of a fun little game based weekend um but you know the ratings in general like are stagnant and the nba is pushing things like you know, social numbers and engagement numbers, things that aren't really monetarily like involved and like not boosting ratings, like not like you think the cable packages want to hear how like socials are doing like clips on things that they're not getting, you know, advertisement money for? Like I don't think so. I, I don't I know. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I
0: dis- I disagree a little bit and it's it's because I think that the NBA was the the peak of non-football. Football is gonna continue to grow because they have the opportunity to grow globally the nba was the the standard in terms of a global game brought to you know they were the first to china they were the first to europe they were the first to australia and everywhere else and it seems like they've been putting a lot of eggs in the wnba basket they own the the wnba as well the in-season tournament was a a pretty big success after some losses during the midseason doldrums. The season's just so long in terms of, and in, in so many games that I think that at this point you've worn out a lot of viewers midseason. And every year they record kind of record numbers, no matter who plays in the playoffs. It's the playoffs are their time to shine.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure NBA playoffs have been down for like years, ago, like going back it's been a long gone. time. <laughs> i i don't think like the nba playoffs have done particularly well in the past recent years especially the finals like we haven't seen a like a heavy finals numbers in a while i think probably since like you know golden state versus lebron
2: it's funny talking
1: about social
2: media engagement though too because like didn't one of our tweets get like get like a hundred v- like uh, what's the, i don't know what that statistic is or whatever it is that like is that what social engagement like is, where people like
1: like see it, like yeah, yeah, like a view or interact? Yeah. it's like see or interact.
2: Yeah, yeah. So like, we we've hit triple digits, which is bananas because we have like two listeners. But yeah, I think it's a funny thing to like. Fun. It's a funny stat to use to brag about your uh, popularity. They just, I mean, they've done it
1: a lot in the last two years, where they like both like the like the <laughs> NBA will put out like a statement on Twitter, like bo- like boasting those numbers. It's pretty yeah, funny. It, I mean, but I you think the about their own ratings, right? You know, right, the
2: TV ratings. Yeah, I mean, I think the NBA is just—it's always going to be big. It's—it's it's always been, you know, it's huge. Yeah, it's a
1: billion-dollar industry, of course. It's yeah, great. China, Europe, all the stuff, in all the time.
2: Yeah, and you know, even you know, obviously Canada and shit like that. But it's funny that they feel like they have to fudge their number, not fudge the numbers, but like like you know get there a different way to be like oh you know we're still relevant too they're they're relevant don't like don't draw attention to yourself by bringing up like like wonky i don't know statistics. i,
1: I, I do think i think a lot of people in nba circles thought uh like the head injury stuff and uh like health issues in the nfl were going to be a bigger thing like that you know 10 15 years ago when they like like t- when we were discussing like CTE and stuff like that cuz do yeah. you guys remember uh, Mark Cuban like back in the day was like you know in like 10 12 years or whatever the NFL you know is it might might not even exist or something like that he said he's it was so, something along those lines where it was like the NFL would be down bad you know in 10 to 12 years and it is bigger than it ever has been <laughs> and Mark Cuban's not an owner even, of Dallas yeah. Mavericks anymore <laughs> yeah
2: yeah that really uh, flipped on him
0: Hey, Dalton, uh, I just had to fact check you here. Uh, you said that we had a tweet that got triple digit engagement. We actually got one that got quadruple digit engagement.
2: Wow. Uh, well, which
0: what was, one was
2: it? What was the tweet?
0: <laughs> if Travis Kelsey plus vaccination equals Taylor Swift, then me plus vaccination has to equal Dua Lipa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's our most popular tweet
0: uh that and their bases loaded in a 3-1 baseball game right now and people are still tuned into thursday night football for hopes they get to see taylor swift hug donna kelsey so
2: we jumped on this taylor swift bandwagon that's where we got our yeah. most views we, we tweeted for like swift.
1: we tweeted for like a week and then we just stopped i still <laughs> tweeted my personal account but i've actually gained like 50 followers in the past like three weeks for some reason i have no idea why are you still on that UMass? Uh, the UMass? Uh, Twitter? <laughs> I've been talked about UMass in a while, so. You Dude, tis the back. season. No more football. You got to grab the troops. UMass basketball won last night, I believe. So I there think that
0: go. I think that I'm crafting a tweet here live on Silly Breakfast for for our real Silly Breakfast heads, and it's going to be something like: If the NBA wants to boost their numbers, they should have one of their stars date a pop star. I want Jalen Brown to date Kanye West tomorrow.
2: yeah go for it I think you should just tweet out just like Taylor Swift like a bunch of different like a bunch of times like in a row I feel like that's what gets us our views I Uh, mean we need something we need a sponsor here
1: is a very topical thing on Twitter right now so it's not a bad one to to choose
2: what's trending on Twitter right now let's just tweet out those words trending in the United States AEW Dynamite.
0: Oh, we had a we had another we had another one Dalton here That's that right. almost went as viral, and it's also the Taylor Swift uh, bandwagon here. This Taylor Swift plus NFL uh, collab is is as useful to me as sushi and pizza dinner. I love them both independently, but the combination gives me diarrhea. Dude,
1: I think uh, we should I, just do I,
2: Taylor Swift equations.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, th- here's some trending things right now that are topical. Uh Kyrie, uh boyfriends, and Mac Jones. So we can combine Kyrie, Mac Jones, and boyfriends <laughs> to, to create the ultimate tweet of trending Twitter. Kyrie plus
2: Mac Jones <laughs> Equals, equals <laughs> boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. My like question mark? <clears throat> thruple boy like I'm looking for a thruple. Kyrie plus Mac Jones. Do you want to be my boyfriends?
1: Why is Adrian Peterson trending? What did he do? I think I think this is this
2: should be our new segment in the offseason. It's just like crafting tweets to
1: get views. Uh, some auction house said that he was selling his memorabilia and he said I am financially stable and would never sell my hard-earned trophies.
2: Ask him all right, ask him what he would sell. (laughs) Tweet at him, subtweet, what would you sell to Silly Breakfast? We'll display it behind behind us in every episode
1: even though we don't do video would you sell a dvd copy of the handmaid's tale because that is also trending (laughs) yeah adrian peterson my boyfriends
2: Kyrie and mac jones (laughs) would like to know your thoughts on handmaid's tale would you sell us your thoughts
1: question mark and uh what are your thoughts on vivek uh, for vice presidency because he's he's also stranding Vivek Vivek, <laughs> this is
2: like the O.J. Simpson uh, thing, just tweeting O.J. Simpson and <laughs> asking him questions so tweet whoever's just All like right. a mad
0: lib Uh for, for real silly breakfast heads, we have a new new tweet out there, make it go viral
1: alright, cool, it's, I'm gonna look it up <laughs> silly oh, breakfast, man, this is... I, it just popped up the NBA numbers are declining. I think they need a celebrity couple like, the, like the NFL. Kyrie Irving should get vaccinated and start dating Kanye West. Nice. You got Kyrie in there, Kanye in there. We are topical. Yeah. NBA I don't, I don't know if I follow. Oh, <laughs> here we go. You don't here. follow, fo- silly friend. I, I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> um, I'm
2: gonna like pointer. it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a like. We got one like. Great. Phoenix's pads are on Viagra prove you're on. Yeah, we are we gotta pick, pick that back up. We haven't tweeted in, in four months. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe college basketball. Me and Ty will get tweeting on the college basketball for uh for, for the for the next few months. Do you have to hashtag Kyrie and all that stuff, or is it just I have no idea. I think it just picks up their name in Twitter now. I don't think you have to hashtag.
2: I'm gonna comment Mac I'm gonna tag Mac Jones. <laughs>
0: I don't think anyone tags Mac Jones in anything, so he's definitely <laughs> going to read
1: it. <laughs> I just tag Mac Jones in, in it. Well, Wait. this, we, we we really changed topics, and I think it was for the best.
2: At Mac, Yeah, okay. He's, so he's should be aware. Post activity, no one's going to even see my, <laughs> my tweet reply. <laughs> oh man, if Mac Jones retweets, or if he, I don't know, that would be great. Should we tag Jalen and I'll, I'll get back to it later.
1: Um, yeah. what do we got so, next? <laughs> yeah. think so That's next up. We can just move on from the NBA. Cause we talked enough about that. In my <clears list. throat> and I just want to touch on some CBB stuff, some college basketball stuff, obviously, um, shout out to, um, Caitlin Clark for breaking the record in women's basketball. She broke the record. Uh, who, who, who had the record Is the girl on the aces? Um, uh, uh her Kelsey name? Plum. Kelsey Plum, yeah. Oh yeah. Um,
2: Love Kelsey Plum.
1: Yeah, she's great. Uh very talented player. <laughs>
2: oh, <bonk. laughs> but uh
1: yeah. Uh Caitlin Clark uh broke the record in dramatic fashion where she hit like a logo three to break the record. It was absolutely amazing. Just fantastic stuff. Uh she's a rock star. She is, you know, putting you know, college basketball on the map, and like I mentioned before, like a girl like Juju Watkins, uh, is having like thirty point games, like all, like every, you know, five games or something like that for USC. Like there are gamers right now in the college basketball women's game, and uh, you know, I just think it's great for the sport. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on Caitlin Clark or anything?
0: She's amazing. Uh The men's game has Zach Edey um so (laughs) yeah you know comparison is the thief of joy but the women's (laughs) game is much better right now
1: (laughs) yes that that is that is a fact that like what Caitlin clark is doing is far more appetizing than what anyone in the men's game is doing right now frankenstein's monster
0: yeah, I'm just excited for this whole uh, COVID wave to be over so we don't have to watch these same players for like seven years. And my favorite bit uh, that Trill Withers shout out to Twil- Twil- Trill Withers um, and my favorite bit that he does is when somebody takes their COVID year or like that guy that's in his ninth season at Miami, he just retweets it and says get a job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> dude i feel like zach i feel like edie has been in college basketball since i lived in boston i haven't lived in boston in so long
0: yeah probably i feel has. like i watch
2: him i watch him in like like that brighton bar
0: they all yeah. got extended they all uh, the COVID extensions are real i mean players are getting
1: what's funny is he's actually gonna get drafted in the first round this year he he's was like gonna be better. like yeah he's gotten a lot better his offensive game is really he's still like like uh, Titus was talking about today on mostly sports and like his defensive game really isn't like that ideal for especially when, like he didn't talk about the NBA. But like once he gets like faster, uh, you know, more strong, lean players on against him, he is going to be cooked defensively in the NBA. He's going to be more of a rebounding and like offensive guy in the NBA if he has any type of say well if you're Ling. 27
2: playing against 18 year olds you have you gotta have some sort of advantage right
0: yeah and i mean he has he has ogre blood inside of him so
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't know if you saw we've had some coaching uh stuff this weekend um patino is not happy with st john's after tyler told us to bet who was at seton hall uh who okay. was it Seton Hall. Hall. Yeah. Seton Hall came back in the second half, uh, beat St. John's and Patino was not happy. Uh, he said, I'm not going to lie to you. This is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. <laughs> and he, and, and he coached the nineties. He, <laughs> he did not back down from this statement today, uh, when he was re questioned about it. So, cause he, he specifically went out at, at players, like describing why they were too laterally slow and like all this stuff. Um, And he did not back down because Patino don't give a fuck. We know that. Uh, But, yeah, he did not back down. And it's just hilarious to see Patino, like, you know, go to a program like St. John's. Like, you know, and just like he's he's I I, I don't know if he's built for this, like transfer portal world. Uh, Like, I I just don't think he's going to find what he's looking for when he's not like just recruiting people to better programs like a Kentucky or Louisville or something like that. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm the Patino whisperer right now because that's all that I've been doing is betting uh, St. John's games and UConn games because I watched an entire game, uh, that game that I went to live. And Patino, his team doesn't have the athletes to play the typical Patino style. Um, and they don't have the offensive prowess the two best players on the team one of them is five foot ten listed at six foot two but he is significantly shorter than anyone else on the court and so he gets lost in the game and then they're, they're probably their most talented player is a 611 250 pound guy who wants to fight the entire game he was trying to fight uh donovan Klingang uh, for yukon the entire game just this uh, this skinny white dude who has who he does talk a little bit of shit, but like, he got him in foul trouble immediately, and he just can't play defense at that Patino up up tempo offense. I do think that St. John's will have a, a, the ability to to bounce back in future years, especially since they can recruit New York better than anyone else with half their home games at Madison Square Garden. But I, to expect him to just jump into St. John's and them to be immediately competitive in a league that has UConn in it right now, insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of UConn, uh, a lot of people, people seem to be worried about this Creighton game going into uh, yesterday, and they were right Um creighton beat the crap out of yukon they won by like they were up by like you know 20 at one point or whatever maybe one by nearly 20 and uh danny hurley got mad at fans uh according to some creighton twitter account uh they claim he yelled i will knock you out <laughs> at them uh which is pretty intense for a coach uh but yeah i i like fiery danny <laughs> hurley i like danny hurley a lot i really like the yukon program in general um i you know i Likes to see success in the Northeast, and especially in the New England area. Um, but yeah, it's just an intense weekend for coaching.
0: Yeah, and and another UConn connection here. Jock Vaughn gets fired by the Brooklyn Nets, and they promote the last coach to win a national title at Kevin UConn, Kevin Ollie. Kevin Ollie. Yep, Kevin Ollie. Good for him. But I, I mean, this, this college season for men's, the women's, the women's game is going to be a great tournament. It had higher back to ratings again, but didn't the women's game have higher ratings than the the men's final last year? Cause it was yes. LSU and Iowa. I, I fully yep. see Caitlin Clark uh, dragging her team there again. And so let's, let's run it back. And that was such a fun game to watch the men's game. Every college team that I've watched this year, nobody's really stood out and the, the, we're talking about all these players having extra years. Um, the player that I was watching the other day that just kind of blew me away was Mac Absmus. Oh, like
1: yeah, yeah, Texas now. Yeah, he's on Texas now. Yeah,
0: but but like his
1: he's the, a bucket, Oral Roberts, the guy's just of yeah. is a bucket.
0: Yeah, he but Oral Roberts, the, the upset city from, from yep. what four years ago, and now he's at Texas.
1: Yeah, good for him, good for him. I guess uh, I, I didn't plan a uh, silly breakfast topic. Do you, guys have any, do you guys have any final thoughts? Do you guys have any topics or anything I'll, you want to touch on? Touch I, I got one.
2: I just okay. thought of we'll off, off the top of the head. <clears throat> um, we were going to touch on it today. I know I don't think Kyler's gotten to this yet, but the first two episodes of the Dynasty um, Apple TV Plus. Oh, yes, It came out and the first two episodes are definitely like nostalgia. You haven't even touched the first Super Bowl. Um But I guess my silly breakfast question that literally just popped into my head is as Patriots fans, out of all the Super Bowls, which one would you – all right, we're going to exclude the Falcons one because that's kind of I feel like an easy answer. Which Super Bowl would you like to have been at? Like your current age, so like not you, 14-year-old you at the first Super Bowl. Like if you could pick either the Rams or the Philly or the Panthers or the Seahawks – which one would you I, want to be at?
1: I I think I think I'd probably go Seahawks just cuz I was that was like when I like you know I was a much bigger fan at that point of my lifetime than I was when I was younger and like we were winning Super Bowls. Like I so I watched the Patriots, you know, um as a high schooler and you know and uh and everything, but I I wasn't like obsessed with the Patriots. Like I had a you know, I was I was I was a teenager. I was focused on girls and getting high you know <laughs> like yeah. f- football was not like my life and you know pretty much post-college i just dove f- head first into football but like
2: even you like like right now like at, at 37 36 37 years old like you don't have to be 14 at the 01 or however old we were 14 okay 15. so if i if so i like was if now? you in your current state like knowing everything that you know now could pick one of the Super Bowls, like would it be the one like knowing it's the first, it have one, to be the first
1: one just because like like, <clears throat> you, like you're like you just like, I can't believe this guy just came off the bench and led us to this and like behind this stout defense, like yep. actually succeeded in winning the Patriots a fucking Super Bowl like their first Super Bowl. Yep. What about you, Tyler?
0: I think that I'm gonna to have to go with the forgotten Super Bowl, the Carolina Super Bowl. That was incredibly high scoring. It was a tight game until the end, um, and it was a, it was a blast to watch. It, it, there were fun players on both sides of the field, and uh, you know that was one of the peak fandom years of my life.
2: Yeah, I mean the obvious answer I feel like for everyone will be that Falcons one, but eliminating that just being there for that crazy fucking roller coaster um i am gonna go the the seahawks one was a blast because we were in like the prime of our boston lives we used to go to the tits the bar tits i'm a big boy and i'm a bigger boy than i was when the seahawks won but i was still a big guy a man a giant man picked me up and held me like a baby when they won, he was huge and he picked, scooped me up off the ground and bounced me and put me down, and I was like, "Oh!" It made me feel. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I haven't been like manhandled like that in so long." It was like <laughs> a blast. But I'm gonna go with the, the the Eagles when we beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl because it is when the Patriots became an official dynasty, they beat the, a really good Eagles team. To they shut his ass down. Andy Reid. Andy Reid, and. It was the it was when we officially became a dynasty, and you could just look around and tell everyone to suck it because like we are the top team, we are it. This is three out of four years, Um, and just to kind of go against you know just to pick a different one from you guys, but I think that would have been an electric like atmosphere to be like we're fucking like we're it, fucking dynasty. Not knowing that we weren't gonna win another one for probably ten years, but <clears throat> I think that would have one I think all of them would have been fun except for that last Rams one. That one was You so didn't boring. want to watch
0: uh, Jake Delhomme.
2: Jake Delome was good. He was legit. But the first one too, I remember thinking like when I was a kid, I loved Drew Bledsoe so much. I thought he was just like the coolest guy. And then when Brady came in I was so pissed off. Little did I know that he was gonna become like my favorite person ever.
0: Yeah, fun fun fact about Drew Bloodso uh, got sued for a million dollars for for jumping into the crowd at a at an Eve Six concert. I thought it was um, <laughs> I thought it was
2: um, who I, I swam across the you, Everclear.
0: It was Everclear. You're right. Not it Eve was Six. Everclear
2: because I've heard Scott Zolak tell that story about how they got fucked up and were. It was at like the Paradise or something in Boston. It was at some like small yeah. venue, and yeah, they, they fucked shit up. Like, all these giant football players went in and
0: just, like, caused mayhem. Wow. Drew Bledsoe, huge human, like, 6'5", 240, was asked to cra- to, ju- to try to crowd surf and jumped on, like, a little woman. Him and an offensive <laughs> lineman both tried to crowd surf and just landed on a woman and, like, very much hurt her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow.
2: Well, we should talk about these uh, dynasty things coming out, Tyler. I figured.
1: Uh, I figured when we see some more of them, we can uh, yeah. dive right in.
0: I'll try to yeah. catch up on them this week.
2: There's only two out, and I think they're going to come out consecutively for the next like eight weeks, like one a week. But it was a ton of fun. It was like nostalgic. I yeah, maybe
1: we like can it. just like recap whatever episode. Like we can do the first three episodes the next week or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be fun. It's, it, it was I'll
1: give us really some, well some football to talk about, you know, because yeah. we're going to be a, a basketball pod. I, I don't know about you guys. I, I'm going to be I'm going to be getting into golf, too. So it, it is it's about it's about it's golf season. There's been some, you know, exciting play and stuff like that. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama had an amazing uh, comeback victory this weekend. Um, just real fun stuff.
0: All right. I'll yeah. start talking about live tour
1: yeah Saudi, saudi, saudi-, saudi- <laughs> <laughs> an extension of saudi breakfast more saudi
2: breakfast <laughs> yeah.
1: do you see that uh i think i think tennis is going to be saudi based now there's gonna be t- t- uh like nadal or something like that's getting like 750 million dollars
0: <laughs> saudi clay Jeez. courts
2: yeah you can do saudi breakfast saudi brunch and then saudi dinner it could be tennis yeah
0: you
2: can make a whole fucking day of days worth of food
1: <laughs> awesome all right well Let's say bye to Saudi breakfast for the evening, and uh, we love you guys, and we will talk to you next week.
2: Good night, Saudi prince.
1: Bye.